that means it's time for Josh and Keegan. Silly Pyramid Schemes, the podcast where we completely neglect the topic of pyramid schemes. Just because we like the name. And today we'll be sharing a few car trouble stories, and I think it is only appropriate that you, Keegan, get to go first, seeing as you are more of a car guy than I am. Well, thank you. I feel like I've had a more severity on the terms of car troubles. So Mine's just as severe, because I don't know what I'm doing. That's true. So my first story would have to be at the beginning of this winter when I did a lot of burnouts in the summer and my tires were bald and my CV shaft in the front, which is what activates my four wheel drive. All right, I got two things for you. Uh, what's the appeal of burnouts? I never got them and CV shaft, we're gonna hit that later. So, what, make burnouts appealing to me. What's what's burnouts, the appeal of burnouts? I mean, <laughs> get it, appeal, anyway. I've never... Silence. <laughs> I got you, all right. I've never, um, well, before my truck, I had a front wheel drive car, so I couldn't do anything like that. And what kind of car do you need for a burnout? It needs to be rear wheel drive. Are those common, or like? Um, like a lot of sports cars, a lot of trucks, are all rear, rear wheel drive. Yours is all wheel drive. My old Subaru Forester. Mm-hmm. Soccer mom. All right. And my Tacoma is rear wheel drive, but it has a four wheel drive on it. And so the CV shaft is what enables the four wheel drive. So without the CV shaft, I don't have any four wheel drive. What's CV stand for? CV. What's CV stand for? I'm not sure. I hate when there's so many acronyms and you don't I it stands for something but I'm I'm actually not sure so the first major storm of this winter and I had bald I had bald summer tires and no four wheel drive and I was on my way to school in the morning and was this when you were living in Rome or still in Winter? Yes. No, this, this, in, this, this was this in, year. Sorry. This is in Rome, yes. And about 20 minutes into my drive, I'm going like 25, 30 around a turn. Accurate speed, by the way. Because I knew that I was slipping already. And I already started to lose traction. And I started to like spin. And I tried to fix it, and it wasn't fixing. So I just kind of braced for the ditch and I went into the ditch. Just accepted it. Basically, I went into the ditch and then my momentum caused me because I went in like backwards, kind of, not like sideways, but backwards, that I just stomped on the gas and I was actually able to like stop myself from going like too far in the ditch. And then I was able to pull out of the ditch without like damaging anything at all really. But it was definitely a fright because um, I had another 20 minutes of driving ahead of me. And then, <laughs> funny thing is, is that there was a school bus coming the other direction when I did it, that witnessed the whole thing. Was the stop sign out? No, no. They they pulled up and they, they like pulled down my window and asked if I was okay and I kind of just they stopped for you I didn't know that was I, there kids on it or was it just the driver oh there was kids on it I don't know if, how many of them saw it but like the person it was in the morning when they were picking up kids so they had a, a couple of kids that woke them up in the morning I'm sure it woke you up <laughs> oh yeah my adrenaline was pumping I had to pull off the road and just sit take, there for a minute take some me time 
It basically, because I had another 20 minutes to drive. I, I'll give I'll give you credit. I couldn't imagine having to wake up early and then having to drive all the way to school. I yeah, around do forty minutes. I can do that. So. Moral of the story is um, don't do burnouts and not have winter tires. All right. Don't do burnouts and then don't not have winter tires for winter. I don't even know how to do a burnout. How do you do a burnout? You can't do a burnout in your car. Okay, I know that. Uh, so but do a burnout. Um, is it like well, you it leave in a gas park? Neutrals. No. Oh. Reverse. So, rear wheel drive, automatic, the easiest way is to just hit the gas, hit the brake, all the way down, and then hit the gas, and just ease into it until your tires start to spin, and then let go of the brake slowly, and then you'll start to go forward a little bit. I guess it's a little different with manual cars, because... Forget manual. Yeah. For manual, you'd have to... Engage the clutch, rev the car, drop the clutch while holding the brake. I'm pretty sure that's how you... I'm not sure, because I don't have a manual. I've never done a burnout in a manual. I've driven manual, but never done a burnout. Well, I don't think I'll ever be doing burnouts in my lifetime. So on to your story now. My story. So I'll do a nice ease into it. So we're going to talk about the oil in my car. See, I didn't know, you know, oil was a factor until I actually got, like, my own car and my license. Uh, I always thought it was just gas and boom. Well, obviously, I didn't think that, but that was the only thing I was worried about. And so my car, it's it's old, 2012, Subaru Forester, Soccer Mom. So it's not beat up. It's fine. It gets the job done. It's not going to last very long. So I don't take very good – I take good care of my car, but I don't, like, a car enthusiast way. Like, right, I just – mechanic would. Like, you yeah, like, like, I don't – grease whatever make tires shine I barely even take I don't even take it through the car wash I have not gone through a car wash ever and I've had it through like two winters I've never taken it through the car wash that's awful I know it's awful your so car, I, I don't even want to see the underneath be, I bet the underneath be falling apart that's okay I won't it, it's it's got to go eventually so oil has been a big problem for me putting it in wise so not very knowledgeable about cars. First get the car. I'm driving it around. A couple months go by. It's like, okay, I got the hang of this. I know my car. I feel the brakes, steering, all that. So a little bit down the road, I start to hear this ticking sound, and it's coming from the front of my car. And I was like, okay, it's something to do with anything that's in the front. I know that's the engine in the front. That's all I knew that was in the front because I've popped that hood several times, and I could barely identify anything in there. I could probably identify four things in the front of my car, would being the engine, the battery, the dipstick and where you put the oil and that's it that's all i know so i hear ticking and you've heard the ticking too because i've driven to school and even if i was just sitting idle you'd hear and it was bad and so that would progressively get worse and it was wicked loud like i'd be going over 45 and it would be a loud ticking and so it's obviously not good for my car but i didn't know what it was i didn't know want to know what it was so i kind of just turned my music up and ignored it so rather than facing what it, the problem may be. Yeah, I was running away you from my fear. Yeah. I ran away from the problem because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not good with cars. So uh, my uncle is, though, and he's the one that kind of saved me. He was my knight in shining armor. So you heard the ticking. Yeah, it, and sort of, it sort of sounds like engine knock. Yeah, so the knocking. And you did you suggest it was the oil? I did suggest it could be oil because if there's not enough lubrication in the engine 
to start to make that sound? So when you told me that, I was like, okay, I should probably tell somebody. So I tell my mother, I was like, hey, my car is kind of ticking. It's like, we should probably call up my uh, Uncle Mike, my uncle. And she's like, oh, she's like, how long has it been going on? I was like, eh, a few months. She's like, what? I was like, yeah. She's like, so we bring it over and he takes a look at it. And he's like, when's the last time you checked your oil? I was like, oil? Was, what do you mean? He's like, yeah. I was like, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. So he pops the hood. And oh, I figured out how to pop my hood. It's I have like a little button on the inside that's like under the dashboard. I didn't know what that was. You didn't know how to no, pop I didn't. Your head. No, I didn't. I, I have no need to know what's in there. I don't look in there. So he popped the hood and he unscrewed the little cap that you put the oil in. He's like, this is where you put the oil. So okay. And then he goes over the dipstick and like, this is how you check it. And he's like, so you take this out and he showed me, you know, you wipe it on the cloth and then whatever. It's got to be up to the second dot on mine. So he went to go show me no oil. There wasn't a drop of oil in my car. And he starts laughing because he's a big mechanic dude and me not knowing anything, just being pretty much dumb with my car. So he's laughing. He got a kick out of it. I'm glad he did. And my mother's freaking out saying I'd probably end up without a car if I kept doing that. So, you know, I took that, thought about it. He got me some oil from like a Napa place or whatever. And I didn't even know it was like the 20 something, whatever. I don't even know what kind of oil. I have a picture on my phone. That's how I go about it. I don't know the name. He had me get five quarts, like little bottles, and he would pour stuff in. He actually did an oil change on it the first time because it was that bad. And I wasn't due for an oil change for like another 10,000 miles. Josh, whoa, 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 whoa. 10,000 miles? Yeah. Do or you know that couple. you're supposed to have an oil change every 5,000 miles? Ooh. Well, I was just going, he, he so 10, for me. 10,000 miles. So knowing me, so knowing me, my uncle knowing me, because um, I see the little number that says how many miles your car's gone, that means nothing to me. It's gone. Do you know that there's some places if you go to a, a dealership to get your oil changed, there's a sticker in the top left. If you're inside the car, there's a sticker in the top left of your windshield, and it says a mileage, and that's actually the mileage that you're supposed to get and yes. oil change done. So I actually do have one of those. My uncle had written at the top of it what I should do. It was like 188,000, I think it was, I was due next, and I did it like 178,000. So he did an oil change. I had to go to the store and drop like $60 on oil, whatever trinkets you have to do to change oil. I was like, okay. And I was asking the people, I was like, is this for changing oil? Like, yeah. And they were looking at me like I didn't know anything because I didn't. So I buy that stuff and I brought it to my uncle. So now we're back to where we started. So he was laughing at me because no oil in the car. And can you even change an oil of the car if there's no oil? Yes. When you do an oil change, you want to change the oil filter. That's what I had to buy, a filter. So the filter would have to be changed, and you'd want to get new oil in there and possibly drain out any oil that may be in there. And plus, doing that, it's a good way to check if you have any engine issues, because if there's any metal in the oil, or if it's like a different color than it should be, so it's a pretty telltale sign. What different colors like could it be? Could it be other than black, like, or is it like a different like shade? Like murky, like a murky Mur brown. What's murky? Okay. Like a cloudy, murky. like a cloudy, murky brown. Okay. And that's, I mean, a lot of the time it's just like usual wear and tear for the oil. I wear and tear in my car, bet. <laughs> but, yeah. So, so he did the oil change, he put oil in, and he's like, okay, so he showed me, you know, check the dipstick, this is where it's got to be. I was like, okay, got it. So I drive my car home, a couple months go by, process start all over again. But this time when it was clicking, I knew to put oil. So I would take like a quarter of a quart because I thought that was enough. 
and I would put it in there, and then I'd shut the dipstick, and I'd put it enough in until, like, it went to the little dot. So, okay, got this. So, that, I continued to do that, but I stopped checking the dipstick, because I, I knew how much I needed to put in. And it turns out my car likes to drink a lot of oil. It likes... Good old Subaru. Bad. And they thought it was leaking, but no leak. But, so it likes oil a lot, and oil is not very cheap if you buy it in bulks. So, I stopped checking, checking the dipstick, because I was like, okay... I know how much to put in. So the ticking kept getting worse. I was like, okay, I'll just put a little bit more. So I put the same amount. So I did that for a little bit until I went through five uh, separate like canisters of oil, five little quarts. And like, a month or two ago, it started like ticking bad. And they actually were over at my house. And I was telling my cousin that, you know, my car's been ticking and I'm, I haven't checked my dipstick because I'm too scared. I don't really want to look at that. So he laughed it off. And later that night when they went to leave, uh, I go in the garage and my uncle and my cousin are had the hood popped up. I was like, oh, I said, well, you guys are fixing it. So they checked, they checked the dipstick. There's nothing again, no oil. So they started laughing at me again. And I laughed too because, I don't know, kind of expected it. So they, I had bought like a big gown, like laundry soap like size. And that was, it was pretty much full. I'd only put a, like a quarter of that in too, the last time I put oil in. They put in that entire jug and it only got halfway to the second dot. Like they had gone through over 75% of that bottle and there was no oil peaking. Oh God. There's no oil whatsoever on the stick. And meaning that thing was dry, like right. bad. So, they're still laughing. So I, I actually, I still need to buy some more oil because I'm probably below halfway to the two dot now. Probably at the one dot, if not lower. So I'm going to be hearing some ticking later, I assume. So I'll probably go through this whole process again of ticking and then having my uncle uh, laugh at me while checking it. But I'm going to go from there. So you got a second story for us? Yes, I actually do. For Lovely. My second story, it also involves the winter. <laughs> And sliding, you can say. So, last year, early in the winter, around January-ish, it was in January, I had this little gray car called a Nissan Sentra. I actually forget what year it was. I forgot what car it was. I think it was an 08 Sentra. I just knew it as a little gray car. And... It was, it was a pretty nice car. It got good gas mileage. It looked a little um, worse for wear, I guess you could say, to my standards. I mean, yeah. I, I def- it definitely wasn't a car that I'd see you driving, like, forever. That was, like, right. definitely a first car. It was your first car. It was. So It played the role of the first car, yeah. as, I'll, <laughs> as you'll find out. So I forgot my shoes for work one day. Was this when you were in Rome or went No. There? This was actually... In the in between. In between, okay. When I was, was like forever transferring ago. stuff in between houses. Okay, it was in the midst. So, so I started and went, th- went home in the middle of a snowstorm, but it was like near the tail end of the snowstorm. So it was like slushy roads, you know. But I was like, it should be fine. I've never had a problem with it. And I was driving. I was definitely going faster than I should have been. You knew it. Thank you for saying I that was, on air. I was doing around... 4045 on a 35 road? On a 45 road. 45. Around. Oh, oh, you're saying within conditions. I was saying. With the conditions. Okay, I was, I was going faster than I should have. the speed limit. I was going to speed limit, but it was definitely not a suitable level of speed. And I was doing all right 
until I hit some slush in the middle of the road. And my car, being a smaller car, decided it was going to get thrown around by the slush and slide sideways, not backwards, sideways in, in the other into lane a ditch. Into the other lane and then into the ditch on the other side of the you road, around a corner. You went the full course. Yep. And when I hit the dip, it was filled with snow. So my car sank through the snow, and then that momentum that was going actually made my car flip. And I was probably going like 30, 35 when I flipped. How many rolls you do? I only did one, I think. I, think. I don't remember actually like rolling. Remember being upside down? I don't remember being upside down. Oh, You don't? I, I remember looking... Memory looking beside me and seeing the ditch and seeing like the trees and the rock wall that I hit and then I remember being upside down um hands still in, strapped into my seatbelt hands in the air roller coaster I think style. so no way yeah I think so and I remember there I looked over to my side which side Driver's my side, left side. side I well because I was upside Driver's down side. so it was like switched Driver's so it was my, so think about this no drive, just because the car was upside down it doesn't drive matter. on the left side but yes. then it was upside down so I was on the right side technically okay so I looked to my left and there's a rock that the actually in the passenger side what there was the, a rock uh, that pierced through the roof there's a rock pierced through the roof I don't remember that it went through the it didn't pierce but it left like an indent or something it left a big indent if someone was sitting in the passenger seat they'd have a pretty bad head dent that Let's yeah but that's still that. looking to your right looking to your left on the driver's side no yes no unless you were like unless so your car's upside down if you were right side up then well it'd still be the driver's side all right We'll let people listening decide what is that. So continue your story. I apologize. I th- but I think it look- might it might be actually. Yeah, look, it doesn't matter. It. it doesn't matter. I'm not sure, but still, I looked to the passenger side. All right, so and right. um, you I went to get out of my car. How did you get out? Did you go like? So I went to get out of my driver's side door. Yes. Didn't like open or through window. And it opened the like open the door. Open the door. I'm a little too big to fit through the window. <laughs> I go to open the door. It opens a little bit, probably like a couple inches, and then it stops, and it's jammed shut. And I was like, okay. So I closed it, and I slammed it open, and that still did nothing. It was still stuck. Was it like stuck on snow or just like it was stuck on a car? rock? I had more rocks. It was, the door was being you shut had, You had two elements against you. Snow and rock. <laughs> that's, that's just, okay. That's Fine, just the earth, weather. the weather, yeah. the elements. The yeah. elements and earth. And so I climb over technically the roof of the car because it's upside down. I get to the other door and I open that one and it stops and it won't open. And I shut it a little bit like right before it's about to shut. And then I get on my back and I kick the door open and it flies open and I got out. And then I realized in the crash, I lost my croc, which is awful. It's a horrible thing to happen. One casualty. Two, really, if you count both. They are a pair. So I get out. I'm glad to be out of the car. And then I realize they're not there. And I have to go back for them. Wait, so were you like socks on snow? Socks on snow. Oh, dude. That's some soggy tootsies right there. I climb back in the car. I find one of them. I find the other croc in the back seat. And I put them on. I get out. And then I have a total of like three or four people stop. And the humanity has like ask if yeah. I'm okay during the time I grab my phone as any teenager would right of course 
made sure to shut my car off. So I left it running, it was leaking oil. And if I left it running, it could have blown up. So I called my parents, told them I crashed my car, but I didn't tell them I flipped. So I thought it was like off the road. You wanted to it. tell them the situation, but you didn't want to have like the over. Well, like... I didn't think about it like that. My heart was rushing, probably 200 BPM. Heart was like, rushing. Toes heart attack rolling. moment, like adrenaline rushing. I just rolled my car. And so I was just like, I crashed my car. I need you guys to come get me. And then they didn't really say anything else. They hung up and they were there a little while after. And when they arrived, they were very not happy at the site they saw. But I bet they were happy at the site that their child was still standing. Right. They were torn between the fact of I was okay and that I crashed my car. They didn't know which to be mad or happy about. And so... Well, for me, so it was an easy answer. Yeah, right. It's a little different. And so, um, in the end, we sold it to the salvage scrap scrap place. Um, Get and like then I got my truck thought. that I have now. No, we only got like a hundred bucks. Only a hundred bucks. I mean, it's probably is that good for like a scrap of metal? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't care. It's an experience that I did once. Don't want to do it again. Right. But you did. Uh, if I'm understanding correctly, you did go to work that same day. Afterwards. I did go to work. Yeah. That is that is dedication. I uh, I indeed did get my shoes after. All that for a pair of shoes. You got your you got your work shoes and you sacrificed the Crocs for a little while. Yep. All right. Then I guess it's time for my last story. On uh, this one, you know you know part of it, but not all of it. So everyone knows. Well, they probably know. They they know you work at Hannaford more than I do. Cause do they? Yeah. Cause I don't think a lot of people know. So we both work at Hannaford, and I can't. I think this was back when you still worked like late shifts. You worked graveyard shifts till oh, closing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, in our normal routine, we drive from school, we sit in the parking lot, park next to each other, talk until we have to go in. So, we do all, we get all the things ready in the car, and uh, I close my car, go inside. Uh, I, can't, I think you went in later, so you didn't walk in with me. So, I go inside, do my shift, nothing normal, nothing out of the ordinary. Nothing out of the ordinary. And it was closing, I got out at 8 o'clock, and I go to my car, and I reach my pocket for my keys, no keys. I was like, okay. So I still went to my car, and I opened it, and it was unlocked. It was okay. I, just, I left it unlocked, you know. Nothing really in there worth taking, but it was still not a very wise decision. So I figured, okay, my keys are in here somewhere. So I'm looking around for my keys. I'm looking in the seat. I'm looking on the dash. It's where I leave them. And I noticed there are a few of those little icons on the dash, like the little genie yeah. lamp and the... <laughs> the genie lamp. The genie lamp. What's that one? Is that the... Oil. Oil. It's a genie lamp. Then there's like the battery and stuff. Battery. So... I was like, okay, that's I haven't. Not good. That's not good. So, I get in my car, I sit down, and I turn it off, and then I go to turn it back on. Nothing. So you turn it off, hoping that that would. Hoping that save would restart it. everything. Uh huh. Hoping I'd just get a clean slate, but no. <laughs> so I was stranded. So my first act, of course, is to call family. So, call my mother and my brother, and they're not anywhere in town. My mother's off in like Bangor or something. For work and my brother's in Lewiston and my father's in Waterville so like I have nowhere to, to turn to so I figured I was like I know Keegan's working I'm still gonna call him anyway so I, I can't remember if I text you or I, I texted you and I said hey my car is car's not working he's like you think you can help me out and you were in the middle of a shift and like eh. it's like and you're like I can see if I can do it so well, I know well what happened originally is I said I'm gonna unlock my truck I have a battery start, like a jump starter, in my truck. Just grab it, hook it up, press the button, and then start your car. And Josh goes, 
I'm not sure if I can do that, actually. And I was like, what? Because I was thinking the elaborate, like, hook-up-to-card type stuff. No. But still, even with that little pack, I wouldn't have known what to do. I may have been able to tell you where the battery was at that time, but... May have? May have. You don't know where the battery is? I do now, but before then, I probably would have been a 50-50. So I texted you, and you said you'll ask your manager. And how did she take that at first? She was like, can't he do it himself? (laughs) Did you tell her? She's like, how old is he? I was like, uh, 17. She's like, and he can't jump a car by himself? I was like, no. And she's like, uh, is there anybody else that can help him? I was like, no. And she's like, if you do it quick and you come back in, then sure. Yeah, we didn't take that long. So I ran out in my t-shirt and my shorts. In your outfit, you freaking had to forget up. I know, and then, so I see you come out, and then you're taking the walk of shame for me. And you come out, and you get your little battery pack, and then you hook it up to my car, and you do whatever. And, see, I don't even know what all that was. So you took it, and you did it. had me start the car, whatever. I'm bad at explaining it. So after you did that, I recalled my parents, and they said, you got to contact your uncle. And he's got to help you with this because that little jump you gave me, that was just for a one-time thing. <laughs> so once that turned off, it was gone. So that wore the battery bad. It was junk because that was the battery I had with it. And so I called my uncle up. And he was near Augusta. And he said he'd meet me there to fix everything because that battery was gone. So I drive to Augusta. And I get to Walmart. And I turn my car off. And I went to go turn it back on for a second because he parked like a little ways away from me. So I was like, oh, I'll just pull up next to him. And I would turn my car on. It didn't come back on. So I was like, okay. It was a a good thing that I didn't make any pit stops along the way. So he comes over to my car, and he has me pop the hood. And he takes the battery out. That thing had, like, junk all over him. Residue. Residue. Like, it spilled out. That was all over the place. Yeah. So he's like, here, we'll just bring it inside, and we'll uh, trade it in and get money for it. I was like, they're going to pay us for that. can recycle parts of it. It was probably just, like, corrosion you saw. Yeah, it was a bunch of corrosion stuff. But, like, still, they were going to pay me for that battery. Like I mean, probably. Five bucks, like five bucks. Probably. I didn't look at the receipt. So we go in Walmart, and it's a good thing they were with me because I had no idea what I was looking for. I know it was a battery, but I know you have to be very specific with batteries. So we're walking down the aisles. I'm just following him. We're in the auto stuff, and that is, we're past the toys. Four we're past my, We're past my comfort zone. We're past the toy aisle. Just nothing beyond that. So he gets the battery, and we bring it up to buy it. And, of course, I had paid for it. I'm not going to make him pay for it. So we ring it up. It's like over $100. I'm like, dude. It's like, I was not looking to spend over $100 in one setting that night. So we, I pay for it, and I was like, Ugh. Then we stand in line for the customer service for, like, the returning thing, and they're just holding this battery, like, looking at other people. It's like, what are they going to think? So this nasty battery. So we bring it up, and I don't remember how much they gave me for it, but it was more than what I thought. We could just say that. So we buy all that, and then we go back outside, and he's hooking it up in my car. And he's like, you have this tool? You have this tool? I was like, no. Right. He's asking me if it tools, but he had some with his, but he was just like under stuff. He didn't really want to dig for it. So eventually he did get it out, and they're like putting it in. My cousin was there too, and like I was just like talking to him. I was like, okay, what is he doing here? He's like, oh, he's doing this. Blah, blah, blah. So they had me do a little uh, kickstarts, like, like turn the car on turn it off blah, blah blah check the lights and stuff basic stuff so i i uh, went back home and i got home turned it off turned it back on for good measure and it did start and then i got a serious reprimanding from my mother saying i gotta take care of that car which i do just not in like that sense the battery though like, how are you supposed to know your battery's going bad like I, taking care of it like that i mean i guess you can see the corrosion and clean it 
But like batteries, just it's a wear and tear part. It'll wear wear out over time. S- especially when you leave it on for five and a half hours. I don't even remember if it was on. I think it was on accessory because I yeah guess. the accessory accessory is what destroyed. If, if the car is turned on, the alternator will keep running with the electrical alternator. Question mark. What's an alternator? It's like it gathers energy from the engine. Oh, so it's like a solar-powered type thing, but just, like, from the engine. So, like, instead of making your battery, like, work mm-hmm. to do all that, the alternator... It's like a backup, like a... Will, the alternator will take its place and collect energy from... Bench the battery. And, okay. And, it, and it, I wouldn't that makes to... it so, like, your car battery doesn't, like, just randomly die while you're driving. Oh. So I don't know what I'd do. It. If, 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 your car, if your car battery were to die, like, as you're driving... Would you, would like... It's not a battery if it dies. It, it, something's really wrong if your car just goes, and it dies. Like, when that happens, I assume you roll some with the speed you've had. It's not just a dead stop. The way I think of it, I just think of it as a dead stop and you have no time to pull over. Yeah, car troubles are the last thing I want when I'm driving on the road by myself. Pulling over is the best I could do, if I could even do that. Pull over and stick the thumb up. The thumb up, hitchhiking. All right, now that we shared all of our stories, uh, I think it was appropriate that Keegan had pulled up some vehicles that he would try to have me guess the name of. All right. And I am very bad with car names. So the first one we have right here. Honda Civic. Yes. (gasps) Could you guess? Is that the model? The year? The year. People can guess year by just the look. I'm going to say roughly. I'm going to say 2007. Close. It's a 2000 even. 2000 even? Yep. So the next one. I go over to this. I always call fancy cars that look like that muscle cars. Is that a... It's a muscle car. Ah, uh, it's a Dodge, right? It is. Ah, Dodge Challenger? The Challenger's not a model, is it? It is. The Challenger is a model? Is that what that is? Mm-hmm. It is. <gasps> That's correct. Don't even... Like, the year on that? I don't know. Yeah, the year, I don't really know the year. But you know the year on the last one. I don't know how you do that. Uh, well, I can see it clear as day. That's right. a that's a Ram. Okay. With the thing, but is Dodge part of the model, or is it's that just not. in the name? It's not a Ram. What what words are we looking for? Like what kind of words are we looking for? It's a Dodge. It's a Ram truck. It's a truck. It actually starts. <laughs> it sounds with a like TR. a kindergarten thing. It actually starts with a TR. A the TR. The Ram TR Transit. No. TRX. TRX. Oh, I know it's an acronym. The Ram TRX. It's like tan. I thought it's it was a Ram T-Rex. Okay, I thought it was a capital T, lowercase r. I was thinking for a word. Next up, you have what this is, right here. What is that? That is a futuristic-looking car. What? The, I don't even know what that is. What is that grill? See, that's vocab that I do know. Um, Try to read the name on there. It looks... It's a circle, so I'm going to guess a Ford. It's a, That's blurry. Is it a Nissan? No. <laughs> Gosh, that is a Bugatti. A Bugatti? Yes. Dude, I can't even spell Try, Bugatti, let alone do you try know and read it. what model it is? It's a Bugatti Chiron. Chiron? Yes. Because I would have guessed that. Right. I, I didn't say this was going to be easy. Second to last? Lamborghini, right? No. What does a Lamborghini look Justin, like? Justin, look at the logo. Looks does like that a, look like a Lamborghini logo? No, it kind of looks like an even Nike symbol. Um, it's a Corvette. Corvette? Is Corvette supposed to be a bird? Looks like bird wings. Well, it's a Chevrolet Corvette. Corvette. Guess the model. It's a C8. A C8. I was going to guess white because that was the color of it. No. Okay. And last, but certainly not least. Is that? Is that a, not a Sentra? It is a Nissan Sentra? It is a Nissan Sentra. It looks, is that Can your you car? Can guess what year it is? I don't know. <laughs> 2003. 
No, it's a 2008, just like mine. Is that the one that you had before you flipped it? That is the one that I had. That's with. yours? That's, it's not the exact, like, I took the picture, but it's the same exact, like, model. Okay, I thought that was before the disaster. No, no, before and after. Before, that's what I was thinking. I was like, you got a pre-picture? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. All right, well, that was the end of that segment. Yeah, so, uh, tune in next time for whatever we have to talk about next. It may be more stories or it may be one topic, uh, seeing as if Keegan knows that topic. There may be Scooby-Doo in the future. I'm not sure. Keegan would have to watch up on that. I'd have to do some research. Yeah, I don't know if you would.